0: Welcome to Afterthoughts, the space where we discuss, examine, and apply some of the concepts from the Sunday message. Today we're joined by Gail, Ray, and Steph. Welcome, guys, and thanks for joining us. Now, we're going to be stepping through the third and final part of our Joy in Sorrow series. In the message this week, we looked at three key questions What are the reasons we grapple with suffering? How does Scripture inform our expectations of God during difficult seasons in life? And what are our options for responding to God in those tough moments? So one of the claims in the message was that being a follower of Jesus really involves having a relationship with God. So our first question is, is that how you describe your experience of being a Christian? And if so, what impact has pain and suffering had on that relationship?
1: Yes, definitely. My relationship with Jesus is, uh, yeah, is a, my connection with him is definitely a relationship. And it's like all relationships. It's, um goes through many different phases um, and uh, very much is affected by the things that happen to me in my life. But it's a relationship which is always unfolding and which I find gets better and better over the years. Um, No doubt about that. He calls me to follow him, but he also calls me to work with him in relationship and um, to just delight in all the benefits that there are involved in that. There are times when, particularly during the most difficult times in my life, um, when he hasn't seemed all that close, when he's almost seemed absent. um, I very clearly remember the time that um, I was diagnosed with cancer for the second time um, when it was only, I was still only quite young. And uh, I was so devastated that it had come back. And I remember I sat down after I'd talked to all the children and they'd all gone to bed and um, I, I thought, now, look, what I need to do is read the Bible because I need that sense that Jesus is with me. And I just couldn't. The the Bible said nothing to me. He was nowhere. And I remember I picked the Bible up and threw it across the room. I was just so devastated. And uh, it tore a hole in the blind. And I never mended that hole because it was always a reminder to me of um, that time when I had felt so far from him because that closeness came back, of course, in no time um, during that uh, difficult time and afterwards. Um, I struggled with my relationship with him when Peter came into my life and when we had got serious and we were talking about getting married. And I just realized through the 15 years that I was a single parent, that my relationship with Jesus had been a tangible thing. It had been so close. He'd been such a real partner to me. And my guide was bringing up the children because I had needed him so much and my comfort and I'd always talked everything over with him and he was right there with me so much, so often. And I remember I said to Peter, how is this going to work? Because I feel like I've already got a partner and, um, you know, I'm taking you on board. And he said, it's okay. We will love him together. And uh, that's been a great help to me that my relationship with, with Jesus has shifted during this new marriage, but it's got better because we do it together. So
2: Gail is the wise sage when it comes to this, obviously. Um, My my walk with God has been quite different. I I have much less experience than Gail. Um, But I kind of feel like God's a bit like that super keen, eager friend um, that I had from high school who, when I went into my first class at university, I thought, oh, I'm like rid of that friend. And then I got there and she was there. And then I went to the next class and she was still there. And um, she ended up becoming like my best friend. Um, and I think that's totally what's happened with me and God I think he's just been unrelenting in his love and grace and forgiveness and compassion and closeness to me and it's incredibly humbling um, to just know how he's pursued me unrelentingly over the years um, and I find for me I don't I'm, I'm so weary of sounding trite but I I've just tasted something so good of God in hardship that just can't be paralleled with anything and i actually had to ask myself thinking about this like would i would i take back the hardship so that i would i would i try and undo the hardship so i didn't have to experience it if i was given that choice but then i'd like lose this depth of 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 relationship and i I honestly don't think i would i don't think i would trade the the junk that life has thrown (laughs) um because i've come to taste something there's this amazing quote that anybody who knows me will know that i say that Um, I don't even know who said it. It was probably C.S. verse because he normally does all good good stuff. But it says, in the cellar of suffering are some of God's choicest wines. And that has just been totally my journey with God, that in, in the hardship I've tasted just the best that this relationship has to offer. It has pushed me into a space of trust and submission that I have never been comfortable with. But that has just been a richness and a depth that I wouldn't I wouldn't trade for anything. So probably for me, I'm really grateful for hardship. I I don't want more of it. <laughs> Let me be clear. I'm not I'm not eagerly looking for more that I probably should be. Um, But I've really known God just as as closer than a brother and closer than anybody in hardship as he sits on the floor with you when you're sobbing. He's the only friend that just doesn't ever leave you by yourself, which is just such a gift.
0: And I think that hits the nail on the head in in terms of what God is able to actually give us in that place Mm. of suffering and um, the Mm -hmm. richness that he's able to bring about in in those experiences, and it cuts across, I think, that cultural default that we have, which is to just sort of assume that all pain is bad and and we're sort of trying to shape our lives for convenience and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it's very moving to hear um, how profound those experiences have been.
3: I didn't always think, I guess, I had a relationship with Jesus. I think when I first became a Christian, it was still quite a new concept to me. I think it was always that I saw Jesus or God as someone just there. And I never knew, I guess, how to access that relationship. I never knew that I could have a relationship with Jesus. And I think that was something that will always continue to be um, a journey. The main question that I really struggled with quite early on was like where suffering and pain like sits in the world and, and how I go about, in my life and how that impacts the people in my life, whether they're Christian or not Christian, because I find that that topic is really hard sometimes to to discuss when families when you know family members are going through something really tough and how my journey as a Christian and how my relationship with God impacts that and how I explain that to a lot of people. So I think I struggled quite a lot with that quite early in my Christian journey and 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 I guess it wasn't really until yeah reading the Bible more and going really deep into what that looks like. In trusting in a relationship with Jesus before I really knew that that relationship was something that I could rely on um and look I still struggle with it every day like I think it's just different seasons where um you really trust God in your suffering and pain but sometimes you also really question where that sits in your life so I like I work as a social worker and, and I see a lot of you know broken homes and a, a lot of I guess sin in the world and sometimes I still struggle every day to see how that how that fits into God's plan or how that fits into people's lives. And I think that's something that I struggle with quite a lot and something that I continually try to give back to God. And, um, you know, and I now wouldn't have that opportunity if I didn't have a relationship with him.
0: In the message, we looked at Romans chapter 5 to see how God uses suffering to provide us with that opportunity to grow and develop, something that we've sort of touched on um, already in our conversation so far. I was wondering if if anybody has some uh, specific examples of, of ways that uh, you feel like God has grown you through challenging life seasons.
1: <clears throat> yeah, after I became a Christian, I think one of the, the greatest things that I understood very quickly was that God has a plan for my life. And like that concept had never occurred to me before, Um, but I found that very reassuring because when I became a Christian, my life was kind of in tatters in different ways. I was in a um, marriage that was falling apart and I had three little children. And I felt that whatever happened in my future, because I had no idea what would happen um, sooner and later, um, I felt great security in that I had now plugged into a plan for my life that had always been there. And that plan was made by someone infinitely greater than me. Lining that up with the fruits of the spirit, as I learned about the fruits of the spirit, I realised that the two converge, that um, as... um, as my character is molded and as the Holy Spirit, Jesus in me, goes to work, he will work the fruits of the Spirit. He'll change my character to suit the circumstances that are coming and that do come. And not only will he do that, but he'll grow that character, that Christian character, through the circumstances. And I think when I look back now over, um, well, I guess I've had four cancer battles, And um, what I live with now is ongoing challenge. I don't call it suffering, but the last cancer has left me with physical problems that I will have all my life. You know, I'm in and out of hospital quite a bit. But I think that um, what I've grown in is resilience and in peace and in things like um, having a sense of wonder like, I'm just, I'm so amazed to even be here every day. I'm, I'm amazed to be alive. And what that does for you is gives you gratitude. It means that I have a grateful and positive attitude to life. And I see that as a whole process of growing through suffering. I mean, I, I wouldn't have chosen the things that have happened to me for a minute, but I can just see so much in terms of uh, character that I haven't done that has emerged through them and things that i enjoy like i love having a sense of wonder i don't ever want to lose it and i love having a, a grateful heart i'm so grateful every day i'm just i'm i'm just amazed not just to be here but to be married to a wonderful person and to have wonderful kids that have emerged from it so strong and things like that i'm always finding things to be grateful for and i think that's just it's kind of a, an amazing positive that can come out of um, well, in terms of growth that can come out of, of many hard years, which which is unique, I think, to Christians. It's, yeah, it doesn't happen normally.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think um, for me it's having that trust regardless of, of what I'm going through, um, you know, whether it's good or bad and, and I guess praying to God and, and constantly yeah, bringing it to him and, and making sure, I guess, you um, you know, when I'm in that suffering, that you know, I I think it's very easy to to point fingers or having like blaming or, or or just giving it on to someone else, and 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 I think that's something that I will continue to struggle with always. And I think that's something that yeah, like that praying and and constantly going to God and and I guess even bef- being before Him and making sure that yeah, my heart is in the right place and. Um, trusting him in the plan that he has and you know without I guess straying from from what he has already provided in my life I think is something that I hold quite fast to.
0: well thanks so much guys I'm just really humbled that you would uh, share so much of yourselves with us this evening Uh, really appreciated that and your generosity with your time as well Um, So thanks everyone for joining us. This has been Afterthoughts. Special thank you to Gail, Ray and Steph. And if you missed the Sunday message, please check it out on our YouTube or podcast channels and we'll see you guys soon.